black dress with the tights underneath I got the breath of a last cigarette on my teeth And she's an actress, actress. but she ain't got no need She's got money from her parents in a trust fund back east T-t-t-tongues Always pressed to your cheeks While my tongue is on the inside of some other girl's teeth You tell your boyfriend, boyfriend. If he says he's got beef That I'm a vegetarian And I ain't fucking scared of him Hey guys, before we start today's episode I wanted to give a little update about Ricky Martin Remember how last week me, Troy, Kelly from Beyond the Blinds were talking about how this is a pretty hard subject to take because we didn't know all the information well lo and behold glad we held out a little bit on that subject because ricky martin's case got dismissed by the judge it looks like it is a very internal um family affair situation and i'm hoping that everything turns out okay for ricky martin because truly he has had i want to say the worst summer for him to for this to happen to him um, a lot of people I realized listening and hearing about the gossip of Ricky Martin didn't even realize that he was single. Yes, he is single. He divorced his, I guess you can say his baby daddy because they have two kids together. Um, but yeah, uh, Ricky Martin, I hope you're doing better and I hope you're having a best week. <laughs> Moving on. Guys, I'm so excited to upload this episode me and Krista go way back, way all the way back to Stereo Days 2020 pandemic when I really wanted to find community and I always find community in my Twitter. Um, and that's how I found Krista through malls. Um, y'all know me and malls have this great parasocial relationship. And um, through that, I met Krista. I've had conversations with her. She's great to talk to. She's awesome with her art. I love her art. Um, her logo. Have you seen our logo? That's from her, guys. She did that for us. And I absolutely love it because it is totally the 90s vibe, even though this podcast is a homage to 2000s. So please enjoy my conversation with Krista. X's on the back of your hands. Wash them in the bathroom to drink like the bands. And set list, set list. You stole off the stage. Had red and purple lipstick all over the page. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning back in with Best Week Ever. I'm so excited to have a guest that has been on the show before, Krista Xavier. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm pretty good, girl. I'm so excited to have you on um, and talk some pop culture. I know this week it has been pretty bleh, but I can't wait to talk it over with you. Um, Before we start, do you want to let my listeners know a little bit about yourself? For sure. So I am a 30-year-old lady. Uh, I live in the Philadelphia area, and I am a fantastic podcast guest. Been on a lot of them. I'm an artist. 
Uh, I am kind of a graphic designer. I'm working on that now. If you need any graphics, I designed the logo for best week ever. So that's mm-hmm. fun. Um, and you know, I'm just like, I'm, I'm just having a good fucking time, man. I'm just here to chill, live life and enjoy myself. And like I said, I'm excited to have you here. So we're just going to jump right on to the worst week honorable mention. I am going to give it to the Choco Taco. I have to be honest here and say I've never had a Choco Taco. Um, I feel like I haven't either, honestly. It's a West Coast thing because I didn't even hear about it until I moved out here. And one drunken night hanging out with a local, you know, from Santa Cruz. They're like, what? You've never had a Choco Taco? Didn't even know that it belonged to the Klondike family of it all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am a Klondike, Klondike, ooh, Klondike girl. (laughs) 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 Um, I guess, but yeah, I am giving it up for worst week Choco Taco. I guess people are just like hoarding it up right now because they are discontinuing them. I know that was a, that was something that my mom loved. Like, I remember we would, uh, we had like a corner store that changed names like 35,000 times and we would walk up there and everyone would get like one ice cream and my mom would always get a Choco Taco. So when I found that out, I like called Lisa and I was like, girl, I'm so sorry. And she was like, oh, I haven't had one in like 10 years. I was like, well, you're not going to have any more. That's all she wrote on the Choco Taco. It's gone for good, but I feel like there's so many ice cream bars that are similar to it. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a waffle cone, some nuts, vanilla ice cream, you know? Yeah. It's you, yeah. you can get that elsewhere. That's not like a unique, a completely unique scenario where like, you're going to be like completely bereft of like delicious treats. Like you'll be okay. Yeah. Truly. Who is one of your um, honorable mentions for worst week? Okay. So in terms of uh, like a runner up situation, it's literally the same person for best and worst week, because I feel like this person is just like, they're probably making a lot of money, but they're also like the scourge of the internet. And that is the pink sauce lady. Yeah. <laughs> Can you Cause like she explain. fucked up, dude? <laughs> I feel like Trend Lightly this week did a great job of laying it out of what the pink sauce is, what's in the pink sauce, and um, furthermore of what this influencer was trying to do. But please explain to like the audience member who doesn't even know what pink sauce is. I literally brought it up in a, a conversation, and I look people looked at me like I had eight heads. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So the pink sauce lady don't know her name. I'm so sorry. Um, but she is a TikTok. Uh, I don't not maybe influencer. I mean, she certainly influenced the news cycle this week. Um, the pink sauce that she created is essentially from what I can gather, it is somewhat vaguely a ranch situation but it has some kind of either food coloring or like, I think people were saying it's like maybe a dragon fruit type of a flavor included in it. And it is the color of Pepto-Bismol. Like it is so pink. Um, And it's been, 
trending because it has no preservatives. And so this woman shipped these things out to people in the dead middle of the summer in the United States. And it's a, yeah. And so everything is arriving like horrifically rancid and like disgusting. And uh, it was $20 a bottle, which really baffled me. So like, that is why she's also the runner up for best week ever, because she clearly (laughs) like she made some fucking money because people are buying it for the meme of it all. Like people are buying it for the talk of it all. So she's doing great financially, I'm sure. But also I feel like she's going to get like investigated by the FDA, which is something that she claimed to not understand. (laughs) She's like, I don't know why you're asking about the FDA. I'm not making a medical product. And they were like, girl, the F stands for food. Like, yeah, you can't be doing that. So people have gotten sick. Uh, I don't know why anyone ate it, honestly. (laughs) I'm still a little baffled that people like paid money for this product. I mean, I've seen some TikToks of people who actually got their hands of the product. Um, the girl all dressed in pink, I'm losing her handle, but pretty much I can put it on the description if needed. She poured it out and it looks like SPF. Like it was <laughs> just so gross. And I couldn't believe that she kept eating it and from what I read in the ingredients, this is supposed to be refrigerated. So the fact that it just came in, like you said, hot weather through the middle of summer packaged, no refrigeration, like, yeah, people are going to get sick. This isn't like Caroline Calloway snake oil. This is food that people are. Yeah. Eating. <laughs> like it's something that you're going to consume, which first of all, fucking crazy to me. I'm not going to lie to you. That's batshit insane that anyone would order like an edible product from uh, a person on TikTok, mm-hmm. which is, it's just crazy to me. Uh, but she's always like, also the additionally gross thing about the pink sauce for me is that she is always pouring so much of it onto everything that she eats. Like, it's like, she's drenching it in the pink sauce. It's like when, um, like beauty gurus would like do like the drip of product across their face. Like it's just gross. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you know, she's, she's a huge, like probably, I guess like the villain of the internet this week, but also probably doing amazing. So that's my honorable mention there. We will definitely be seeing her soon. If not in court, influencing (laughs) something else, you know, I feel like court, like, you know what she honestly I wish she had just made like a fucking lip gloss you know like I feel like that would have been okay yeah so another honorable mention not to get too dark but obviously Brittany Griner who is still in Russia is getting offered a deal um hopefully it's on the talks right now according to Biden I'm still saying worst week because she's been there for months oh yeah hashish oil that was barely a gram and um yeah the fact that the United States as a whole didn't really scurry enough for them to get her out is just infuriating and I know people say if this was LeBron or if this was Tom Brady it would be a whole different story of course it would be um Mm -hmm. it's a man versus woman Um, But yeah, definitely still on my worst week for Brittany Griner. If you guys don't know what is happening, I highly suggest looking it up. I feel like 
her story is not getting a lot of friction out there and it really should be. Yeah, no, it's, it's horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying. She's just been held over there, uh, with no kind of recourse and like no one really seemed to care until very recently, but I'm glad there's some kind of deal in the works. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. They're actually having a deal to it's her and another, um, I think he's, um, military Marines they are trading him for, um, a Russian armed dealer who is known as the merchant of death. So I don't oh, know if it's shit. a good swap <laughs> per se. <laughs> I mean, like I do want Brittany Griner to be home with her family. She really deserves it, but the swap is just not justified. You know, like we're giving you pretty much, um, a man who's in jail in America right now. Um, to you while who is a convict of convicted felon pretty much yeah. compared to like Brittany who is just like her charges are so minimal absolutely it's it's fucking crazy that any of this has, <laughs> has happened and that is a very odd trade I mean like you have like merchant of death versus like lady basketball player <laughs> like, Seriously, what the like, fuck is going on <sighs> Anyway, runner-up for worst week for me is definitely Posh Spice. She was seen with her family having a karaoke um, in a restaurant. She was singing Stop Right Now, you know, our favorite Spice Girl song. Classic. This woman has, I'm giving her the worst week because Spice Girls has been on a world tour, I want to say three or two times in my lifetime. And I have refused to gone because it's just the four of them, not five of them, because Victoria Beckham, for some reason, refuses to join the tour. But she loves to give us this video, this tease of her singing the Spice Girls at the karaoke. It's like, girl, get out of my face. You're not in the yeah, tour. Yeah, no, fuck that. Exactly. You're not with Ginger. You're not with Emma's. Like, you're like, that's the reason why I want to go see Spice Girls. I want to see all five of them there. Um, but yeah. I don't want to see a video of you karaokeing when I want to see you up on stage with the four other girls. Like, no, we're sweet. Yeah, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, so this is actually a very recent one. So I, I read about this this morning. Uh, so I'm not sure how long this has even been in the news cycle, but uh, Prince William, worst week. Oh, what do you do? Um, so I don't. Here's the thing. I don't have a problem with this personally um, because I, you know what? Everyone has like their fun kinks. They have their things that they enjoy sexually, whatever. Um, <laughs> but he was talking shit about uh, Harry and Meghan in some magazine because he fucking sucks. And uh, in that same publication, I cannot remember the specific details. You'll have to look this up to whoever's listening but um he has been accused like multiple times and there's, there's like screenshots of uh comments and things on like blind item websites from years and years ago Ooh. of being super into pegging so like he loves to get pegged which i think is great but i don't feel like he is thrilled <laughs> that information <laughs> is like public knowledge so um the hashtag prince of pegging was a uh, hashtag this morning and I was like do tell uh and like here's the thing if you want to like 
peg, if you want to get pegged, I think that is your right as a human being, like whatever you want to put in your body, that's not going to harm you. And even if it is going to harm you a little bit, fuck it. You're like a human life is short. You do you peg away Pegasus. But like, I do think he's going to be incredibly embarrassed by this. I wonder if they're um, going to show this in the, in the crown. Like if they're. Oh shit. <laughs> oh my God. They just have like a whole season dedicated. To or William just like, Bate, like it, it's definitely going to be a blurb saying like the blinds are saying. <laughs> yeah. The blinds. Um, that is. So yeah, that's uh, I think he's probably going to be personally having the worst week I also had like I I had written down like there's kind of just like a tie between him and Joe Biden because Joe Biden had COVID and like everyone still fucking hates him so <laughs> yeah he he refuses to this man refuses to help himself <laughs> like not to get too political but like he refuses to do anything that anyone fucking wants him to do truly yeah no it he's he has had like the worst downfall and we all know that by his hair like by, yeah oh my by god head of his head like remember I remember thinking he was so cute when I was like in middle school and now I'm just like ugh, dude <laughs> remember when like him and uh him and Barack Obama were like bros that was so sick like they were having such <laughs> a cute little fun time and now I'm like I never want to see this man again I never yeah want to see his stupid face ever again i think he sucks ass and like it's not that i'm a republican i just think he sucks i think everybody kind of sucks right now truly anyone in office like even yes i love aoc but even if oh, me it's just like girl you know like dude her her fake little putting her arms behind her back when she was like pretend getting arrested at the capitol appreciate that at all like mm -hmm. yeah i it's just like you don't need to do that, but yes. <laughs> yeah, no, the whole, I think uh, worst, worst year ever is just like the democratic establishment is having a fucking terrible year, yeah. uh, but it's their own fault. So fuck they, that. They literally started 2020 with like worst Democrat, yeah, worst decade for them. Like they have no chance of coming back. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. And if, you know, depending on what happens i mean that could be like disastrous but at least it's not on my fucking hands i voted for that old dumb weirdo yeah i know and uh, well let me move on to winner of yes. my worst week my winner is a nurse practitioner i think her name is dr miranda wilson that is her tiktok handler she actually sparked outrage for going viral viral um posting a video on TikTok, TikTok of herself fixing an actress's face, Nat Natalia Dyer. Do you know her from Stranger oh, Things? I saw this. I saw this. I don't watch Stranger Things, um, so I don't know the actress, but I did see a story. I did see like someone talking about this. So I think Natalia is beautiful. <laughs> oh, she's gorgeous. gorgeous. Okay. She's an actress. She, and this Nurse practitioner from Laguna Beach, go figure, um, proceeds to tell us, the audience, of what she would, what procedures she would do to her face if she was able to, you know, get in contact with her or whatever. She added Botox and fillers. She did some chin implant to make it look, basically, she wanted her to look like everyone else in Hollywood, Kardashian, um, 
esque. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it wasn't like when she showed the finished product at the end, I was like, oh, that doesn't look good. Like her chin, because she has like Natalia Dyer has like this like kind of beautiful jawline. It's like very like, you know, like it's it's not straight and pointy. It's different. It looks like a normal person's fucking jawline. And like she made it look like she just had the craziest little heart shaped face. And it was bizarre. It didn't look good. And you know what? Fuck you. Because yeah. like I like you said, she has this this unique jawline. You know how many other girls have that unique jawline that probably look up to her as well? I'm like, I know it, this is like a minimal little thing, but like little things like that, like say, um, you know, having like a nose, like I loved, this is so aging me right now, but I did love Deborah Messing because of her nose. Yeah. I had a big nose, you know what I mean? That's what made me relate to her as a young kid, loving Will and Grace. I'm pretty sure there's other girls watching Stranger Things at that age, middle school, who loves her jaw. It's like, I have a strong jaw. And now they're looking at this nurse who's like fixing her jaw saying that basically she has a problem with her face um yeah worst week ever for me um I just don't think she realized what this is showing little girls and like I I'm just so sick of this facelift um configuration of plastic procedures happening to like 26 year olds yeah, no, it's, it's getting Botox fucking at mess. <laughs> yeah, like baby Botox. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. First of all, here's the thing. And this is, I worked in the beauty industry for like 10 years before COVID. Uh, aging is a privilege. Not everyone gets to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's fucking tight to age, dude. Like, if you have like smile lines, that means you've lived a lot longer than a lot of people got to. Yeah. So like, what the fuck? Why are we trying to make everyone look exactly the same and like smooth and completely unlived in? Like, that's so boring to me. That and it looks great in pictures, but that's it. It looks great in photos. (laughs) Like seeing it up close is kind of terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) No, absolutely. Your face is not moving. Like, did you laugh at my joke? You know, like... (laughs) Yeah, you have like this like completely inelastic face, like it's not doing anything. Yeah. For best week honorable mention, who um, did you give that to? So I gave that to um, Ben Affleck and JLo on their little honeymoon, their cute little honeymoon. Because like, obviously, (laughs) yeah, no, because I feel like last week I would have said that they had like best week flat out because of their cute little wedding which was, by the way, so heartwarming. Everything about that was so fucking cute. Mm-hmm. Um, like her little post that she wrote and like the pictures were so cute and her little wedding dress, like everything was adorable. Um, but this week they are just like globe trotting on their little honeymoon. What are they in Paris? Yeah, they're in Paris. And in Paris. I, guess, <laughs> I they were on a boat. Was that Italy too? I don't know. They're like, yeah, in a European like, excursion right now yeah they're just like bopping all over the world and like good for them dude I had no idea I'd be rooting this hard for these two people in the year of our lord 2022 a little people are concerned because photos came out of Ben Affleck crying and I know a lot of blind items are saying like 
you know, Ben Affleck is going to have his fall, like he's going to go to rehab and Jennifer Lopez is going to definitely be like, you know, the headstrong wife by his side. I thought now, like, try to follow me here. I thought he was just really happy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think you can cry for a lot of reasons. I don't think it has to be because you're like an addict having a terrible time. Exactly. And um, not to like call my future husband out, but we do um, shrooms together. If (laughs) we, you know, um, to get out of this depression funk of a world that we live in, like we do it safely and like, it's just for giggles and, you know, like to feel, and I, every time I do it, tears, you know, and tears happen to him too. It's good tears. We have these deep conversations. And honestly, when I see those pictures, first of all, it's super invading. (laughs) Yeah. Incredibly invasive. They're some, they're from so far away. Exactly. Like bushes. And like, they look like they're having like a deep, genuine conversations. And if there's tears in it, it's not, tears are not always bad. Yeah. And it's not always like a sign of like guilt. Like I, I am in new relationship. I mean, not, not new. Like we've uh, known each other for three years and we've kind of been like, you know, snuggling for three years, but we're actually (laughs) dating now. But like, we just, sometimes it's hard to communicate with people in an emotional level. And like, sometimes we both wind up crying when we're having difficult conversations, but like, those are positive conversations. Oh yeah. I'll never forget um, the first night, not the first night, but like the first few nights me and my um, partner were dating and we had a great night just drinking, you know, and we started talking about our pets and we were crying to each other (laughs) about our pets, like pets from like middle school pets that like, you know what I mean? And like, I woke up the next morning and I was like, I would never have a conversation like that with another man. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. So yeah, it's not like people need to like relax, take a step back and stop projecting. (laughs) Yeah. Like when feelings get involved, like sometimes you cry about stuff and like, it could be any fit. Like one of the most ridiculous moments that I've ever cried in, in a public setting was I went to the Coca-Cola factory in Atlanta and they (laughs) make you watch this, like basically like a Coca-Cola advertisement. And it's just like, before you go into the actual Coca-Cola museum and it's just everything that tugs at your heartstrings it was to that like I'm on top of the world (laughs) and uh there was like a you know like a soldier coming home from war and then like people proposing at like the top of like a bull you know air hot air balloon and like all that shit and I was sitting there me and my mom were sitting there the entire time like I'm not gonna they're not gonna get me like these people are not gonna fucking get me and then by the end I was bawling my eyes out just because like you yeah they completely got me and I was pissed for the rest of the day so like sometimes things just strike you and you get a little (laughs) emotional and that's okay I think it's okay that Ben Affleck gets a little emotional truly and for best week honorable mention mine was going to be JLo stylist just because the clothes that she's been wearing while she's on her honeymoon with um Ben Affleck we, start, we need to start calling her Jen Affleck and Jen Affleck, Ben and Jen Affleck. Oh I think I want to, I want to call her J A F like 
Jeff. <laughs> like, like as fuck, like Jennifer as fuck, even though it's like Affleck, but yeah, I'm hoping that starts. I don't know, guys, try to spread the word. But yeah, J-Lo's <laughs> stylist definitely has spent, I think, over the past week by itself, she's been wearing outfits um, totaling up to $140,000. Um, good for her. I Holy love every shit. piece of outfit she's wearing. Apparently, a lot of her outfits are from Reformation. Oh, okay. Reformation is like very cute. I can't wear anything because my boobs are way too big, but (laughs) it's very cute stuff. So yeah, definitely kudos to honorable mention for me, JLo Silas, because she's been looking super cute. And yeah, the pictures of Ben Affleck taking photos of her is, yeah, I can't wait for more photos of this. It's so cute. I know they're adorable. And like, I, I really am not like a big like celebrity, you know, a follower of what celebrities are doing. But like when something nice is happening, it's and when nothing else in the world seems to be happening, mm-hmm. that's nice. Like it's so cute and like wholesome to see people like just in love. Yeah. My runner <laughs> up for best week ever is Britney Spears collaborating with Elton John. There's been hints that Britney and Elton have been doing, I guess, a reboot of Tiny Dancer. And I'm just happy for Britney because I know we all want a break. We all want Britney to have a break from the studio because it's probably traumatic for her. But the fact that she's in the arms of Elton John, I feel like, um, yeah, a a best week for her because I feel like she's having best weeks to come as well, knowing that she's doing music and collaborating with Elton John. I'm super excited. Oh, 100%. Like that, when I heard that, I was like, perfect, perfect. Cause he is not going to do her wrong. No, no. And that's, what's critical right now is like, no one wants to see Britney Spears be done wrong. Um, she seems to be having such a great time. I'm still so sad that she lost her baby. That had to be so fucking hard. Yeah. And like, I know she, posted and deleted on Instagram about like text messages released about her mom and like her best friend too. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's still hitting it pretty hard, you know, like, but I think she's going to therapy. The fact that she deletes them and takes them down is a good thing, you know? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. For a while she was just leaving all kinds of shit up. Yeah. So my winner for best week is, um, this is a controversial take, but fucking weirdos because um, the Loch Ness monster has been maybe confirmed to be a thing that really happened. So I guess it's the Loch Ness monster, actually. So Nessie is having the best week ever because <laughs> it was it was uh, discovered. They discovered um, plesiosaur, which is like the type of kind of old school dinosaur moment that Nessie is purported to be. Um, they discovered those fossils in a freshwater lake in Morocco. So that means that that type of animal could have survived in a lake that is freshwater, which is what the lock is. So, uh, yeah, that's my nerd shit. Nerds are fucking eating good this week because we might have Nessie. So I want to go to Scotland if anyone wants to fund that trip. <laughs> or you can go to, to Vermont. There's a, a, a Loch Ness in Vermont. I think it's in Burlington. Um, 
lake it's a fresh lake but yeah oh, you, shit yeah you can definitely drive up there i i know i went i was supposed to go hiking one day up there but just even knowing the fact that the loch ness monster was like in that lake i was like i believe it <laughs> oh yeah fuck yeah dude it's like <laughs> Truly, we live in such a stupid, sad, like miserable time right now. Mm -hmm. It is so hard to find like silliness and like joy and like just the fact that the Loch Ness Monster was in the news cycle. I was like, hell yeah, dude. You know what? That we needed that. We needed to find out that maybe, uh, you know, this creature that everyone thought was fake, it could have been real. I feel like we needed a little whimsy. So that was my, that was my uh, favorite thing that I read in the news cycle. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And then, yeah, of course the, the uh, pink sauce lady killing it, <laughs> absolutely killing it. Uh, probably making a shitload of money because for the meme and God bless her, she deserves it. I hope she disappears. Um, after <laughs> she, not like in a bad way, but like she starts like a different influencer life, you know, like she can easily do that. Cause we don't know who she Absolutely. is. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't know who she is. I do know that she has just brass balls, dude. Like she has been all over the internet. Just like, look, I don't know what you're talking about. I made the pink sauce. It's fucking fire. Like you guys suck. <laughs> like like it, I, she's like, yeah, there's like the wrong label. Don't worry. I know you guys are worried about the label. It's like, we're not worried about the label. You're like fucking poisoning people, sweetie. <laughs> Yeah, if I was at her house and she, like, it was there, I'd, I'd try it. But the fact that it's being shipped to me, no, I'm good. Honestly, <laughs> like, just the, the color of it alone, like, it just is the exact shade of Pepto-Bismol. Like, I don't understand how that's appetizing. Yeah. <laughs> to anyone. Like, I don't understand how anyone was like, oh, this seems like a good idea. Uh, pretty fucking gross. So, yeah, the Loch Ness Monster and... Uh, the pink sauce lady <laughs> just out here fucking killing it so for my um best week winner i have to give it to kiki palmer there was this thread going around twitter about kiki palmer and zendaya um they were literally showing the pros and cons of their successes and i just didn't like how they were like pinning these two beautiful and very different types of actresses if you were to ask my opinion um they were pinning them against each other when really they should be holding themselves up and supporting each other um best week for kiki palmer for me because of her reaction she said i'd like someone to do a deep dive on the similarities and differences between kiki palmer and zendaya's uh, career oh this is the viral tweet i'm sorry so we all know i did not even know but that's like super fucked up by the way <laughs> I mean, Kiki Palmer said, a great example of colorism is to believe I can be compared to anyone. I'm the youngest talk show host ever, the first Black woman to star in her own show on Nickelodeon, and the youngest and first Black Cinderella on Broadway. I'm an incomparable talent. Baby, this is Kiki Palmer. I've been a leading lady since I was 11 years old. I have over 100 credits and currently starring in an original screenplay that's number one film at the box office. Nope. I have had a blessed career thus far. I couldn't ask for more, but God continues to surprise me. Good for you. That is a perfect um, comeback. Like she doesn't need to explain herself, even though she kind of already did, but like to pin Kiki with Zendaya, like 
I wouldn't be surprised if I see these two girls kikiing it up, having lunch together, and there's going to be a photo op of it. Just oh, one hundred percent. People's faces trying to pin these two incomparable talents together. Yeah, no, she that that makes no sense to me. I had no idea that that had happened, but like, I don't know why you would even compare the two of them. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense they're very very different people i i like one's nickelodeon one is disney like is that the whole <laughs> like, but I, like yeah, I don't same, get it even then yeah it's just like what like and and also there's room for everyone and that's like something that you learn so early i grew up kind of doing theater and that's something you learn so early is like sometimes it's it's not going to be the right thing for you but like there's room for everyone to exist within any industry, really, because everyone is bringing something a little bit different. Yeah. And yeah, Zendaya is doing great. She's a great actress. I, she is the it girl. I love how her stylist, not to get off subject, but Zendaya's stylist basically started putting her as the it girl because he wanted, he got outfits that other, um, which I'm going to put this up in the description because it's a great video of the stylist explaining how he basically took other actors or actors, celebrities um, outfits and put it on Zendaya with a different twist. And she always ended up in the who wore it better list. And Zendaya was always the winner of who wore it better. And that was the pedestal of what got her to be the it girl that she is today in like fashion in the red carpet like we all want to be dressing like Zendaya right yeah, they're completely different in exactly. in like every single way they're not doing the same thing no. also Kiki Palmer is hilarious and yes. like Zendaya is funny I'm sure but like that's definitely not like a big part of who she is as a human like Kiki Palmer is just one of my favorite people because she does not ever recognize like a single white person. And I think that's hysterically funny. Like anytime <laughs> someone shows her a photo, like I think in an interview about Nope, um, yeah. they, yeah, it was like Mulder and Scully. And she was like, that's great. Now who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> and then like, she yep, famously know. did not, uh, did not recognize Dick Cheney, <laughs> which is a great, uh, great meme. No, she really is a comedian. Like everything she's done, like even in Nope, I feel like she is a comedian relief. I haven't seen it yet. I've heard great things. I've heard other things too. I just have to see it on my own. But yeah, yeah I actually saw it this weekend and I thought it was a great. I thought it was fantastic. It does, it's definitely not my favorite uh, Jordan Peele film, but mm -hmm. I think she did a fantastic job. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, definitely worth uh, going to a theater for, I think, even though we're still kind of in, you know, like we're in a new COVID wave, I think right now. But like, when are we not? I don't. <laughs> like... But moving on to, I always ask my guests every week, what is their favorite song 2000 to 2010? And you said 303, Don't Trust Me. That song came out in 2008. Please tell me, where were you when you first heard this song? So I was in high school in 2008. So that was uh, probably where I was when I first heard this song. 
And I just remember being like, wow, um, that's not only different, but (laughs) also a little like, you know, not raunchy, but like a little bit like almost in poor taste. And like, I always appreciate something that's like a little bit in poor taste (laughs) to some degree. Um, you know, we have the, the famous Helen Keller line, you know, do the Helen Keller and talk with your hips. (laughs) Uh, and then just the chorus. I mean, don't trust a hoe, like, don't trust me. Like I, I appreciate that honesty. Um, and I've always appreciated it, but it just, it feels so kind of, I can't think of the right word, but it's so it, it like epitomizes that kind of decade of music for me. Oh yeah. Especially reason. that time. Yeah. That year, 2008, like, I just remembered like the emo scene, like they panic like at that, the disco like all yeah, that stuff like they like the music video alone I was like oh this is taking me back right to 2008 like late 2000s for sure um these two white kids like just like talking to like singing to the camera with hot girls in the background um yeah the lyrics are really controversial I can't believe we were rocking to that song in lyrics back in the day because it would not fly today whatsoever oh absolutely not and that's like kind of there is something oddly charming to me about a song that could not come out today (laughs) like and like it's not because I'm like oh it's so funny and silly like obviously you know there are are problematic things in that song but it's so kind of I don't know, like pearl clutchy to be like, oh no, like we could never enjoy this again. It's like, no, I'm going to enjoy the shit out of it. It's a delight. It's a banger. I'd be lying if I didn't say that I wasn't rocking to it and having my toddler listen to it too while we were. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. I mean, you know, there, there's a difference between like things that you would enjoy as an adult and things that a toddler would, would, would want them to hear. Um, but it's, uh, you know, for, for the grownups, it's, it's a tune that I still will sing along to in the car. Um, it's in that kind of genre. Like I know there was like, what what was the other one? It was like Cobra Starship was another band that was kind of similar, um, to that. And I believe also, this is a fun little Easter egg and not an Easter egg at all. I just (laughs) detail, but, um, that was the very opening scene of the Pretty Little Liars pilot, uh, Don't Trust Me, was playing in the background. Wow. Yeah, and that's one of my that. favorite television programs of all time, so. Yeah, I I know. <laughs> Just from you and Malls alone, you guys, I think you guys did the stereo deep dive of it one time, or you guys just mentioned it and went deep into the Pretty Little Liars of it all. Um, which oh, got we me did to joining the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still watching it, by the way. Um, oh my God. Wait, where are you in, in that show? Oh my God. I'm probably like in season two. I started and like, you know, I haven't really gone back just because I, I really want to focus on it. And right now I, I literally put on anything to get me by through the day (laughs) yeah that's what I'm doing as well and like I will watch I'll throw on Pretty Little Liars but it's like literally because I've seen it like I've seen every episode like 16 times probably like just throughout the course of watching it because like I watched it in real time and that was rough it was a rough experience 
they kids do not know how rough it was to wait each week and then wait a season for Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I I understand they probably wait a couple months to binge 24 episodes but like we literally had to wait throughout a whole year a summer for like these these episodes and yeah they don't know how good they have it binging tv (laughs) True. I feel like HBO is one of the only uh, HBO and sometimes Hulu will do like more serialized stuff where it's I don't even know if that's the right word, but like they'll do, uh, you know, one every week. So like I know that the new Nathan Fielder show that's on is uh, coming out like one episode a week and like usually Euphoria does, too. That's a good shout out the uh, Nathan Fielder show. I need to check it out. I've been seeing clips and I'm like, why haven't I watched this yet? Because his past stuff, his past um show was great and the fact oh Nathan yeah (laughs) yeah I see I've never seen that like I just I don't know what it was about that person but I had no interest in anything that they created (laughs) like I was like not for me but I did decide to watch um the rehearsal which is the new show and I watched the first episode and it was pretty good nice can't wait yeah it's good stuff thank you so much for joining us can you please let my listeners know where they can follow you? Yes, absolutely. So I am Krista Xavier. That's K-R-I-S-T-A-X-A-V-I-E-R because no one knows how to spell my name. (laughs) And on most platforms, that's just Krista Xavier. That's me. Um, I think Twitter, there's an underscore after Xavier, but uh, Instagram, everything else, Krista Xavier. And I'm an artist, so you can buy any of my art if you would like uh, I have a link tree on all of my social media that has all of my links on there um, as well as a fan house link if you like looking at like tastefully censored titties which <laughs> who doesn't you know truly pay her uh, <laughs> everyone please follow Krista and I'm so thankful that you got to join me again in best week ever thank you so much for the logo I love it I can't wait to do stickers I'm gonna send you like a whole bunch of them once I get them ah, in my really hands so fun it's I can't wait to slap them everywhere and watch out Philly she'll be slapping them all over there too oh uh, I will <laughs> thank you so much Chris I hope you have a great weekend yes oh my god you too Shut your lips, do the Helen Keller, and talk with your hips. I said, shush, girl. Shut your lips, do the Helen Keller, and talk with your hips. I said, shush, girl. Shut your lips, do the Helen Keller, and talk with your hips. Thanks, guys, for tuning in this week. Next week, I am super, super excited. <laughs> when am I not excited about the guests that I have on? But next week, I have Ray Sani, guys. Ray freaking Sani. I love her so much. I think I've already talked about her enough before in past episodes, even during the pandemic. Um, I've seen her stand up. I've been following her through Twitter. I love her live Twitter when she's watching Housewives, any Housewives, mostly the Beverly Hills. She really goes off. Um, She had a great podcast. She's writing for a television show. She's always writing, guys. This girl is always busy and working and 
It makes me so happy to see her success. And I'm always trying to show pretty much any writer, any like anyone who's into pop culture. I'm like, well, do you know who Ray Sonny is? <laughs> um, yeah, she, please look her up. I'll put her in the stories up next week. So take a look out on our Instagram, Best Week Ever Podcast. I'm trying my best to put more pop culture in that account, guys. I know this past week was a little gossipy with local stuff, but don't worry. I will be back on track with my pop culture and back on track with Ray Sonny next week. I'm super excited. I hope we have a good week. Is there any Housewives episode going on next week? Let me know. Shoot me a DM. Um, But till next time, I hope you guys are having the best week ever. Bye. Trust me.